Hey, hey, good bitches, and welcome to this week's episode of How to Be a Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangi Heyue. And I'm Jodie Clark, and we're just two good bitches trying to live good lives. Today we're hitting the big topics. Mm-hmm. Jodes is eating for three. <laughs> <laughs> we discuss why I, myself, am a fuckboy. Yep. And when do you have the so what are we chat when dating? But Jodes, of course, my darling, as always, how have you been this past fortnight? I've been amazing, but I feel like I'm still in lockdown, Jules, because I have been eating like a fucking horse. You've been saying, can you give me a rundown? Give me just top five Like, menu okay, items. one thing that I did after, I do Bikram yoga, and one thing you're not supposed to do after Bikram is have a huge carby meal. But what does your, do, what does your girl do? After Bikram, I decided that I was going to, you know, I might just fuck around and get me a little Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> so here I am. I've but just, Philly cheesesteaks, though, wow. They cover I've, every base. I I've just it. fucking fucked around for 90 minutes and sweated my guts out, and then I just want to fill my body with Philly cheesesteak. Like, that was a whole mess. Then the other day, I wolfed down a whole Nutella pizza to myself. Last night I ate the whole fucking farmhouse. I was out to dinner and I I ate every fucking animal imaginable. Like, I feel disgusting. Can I just say, I think, and I don't know if there's a census out there that Mm. we can look up, I reckon pizzas in Australia are getting smaller because I dominate. If I'm, I I can never eat two slices. I Mm. eat a whole pizza and I thought that that was normal until I went out with my girlfriends and they will go halves and halves. And I thought, no, 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 no. I'm doing this. And then we're also going to go half season and, and an, in a Nutella pizza afterwards. That's what I'll do. I'll have a yeah. whole pasta and I'll fucking upsize that shit thinking, oh, oh this is value for money. I'm basically saving money. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm like, this is value for money because if I halve it, I can have it for lunch the next day and I never have oh. it for lunch the next day. Mate, I can never even bring it home. If I've gone out to get a takeaway, I've eaten that dinner before I walk through the door and then by the time I get, time I get home, I'm like, oh, now I feel something like something sweet. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. So, I mean, that's clearly been my life. It's just been on my, my radar lately. I just can't believe how much I've been eating. And, yeah, the joke's really been with Jules. Like, I feel like I'm having twins. Yes. I, ne- I need your help. We need to go down to the chemist because <laughs> this is a situation. But, no, just food baby for the time being. Thank just God. Thank God for that. Yes, yes. Um, okay, past fortnight. I yeah. have had you. actually, yeah, I've kind of not been myself, mm. um, listeners. I've been feeling off and okay. it's not sad. It's not angry. I mm. just have been feeling off. I have been very absent-minded and what is frustrating me is – I do all of the right things. I, you know, I say thank you to the universe always. I wake up and I do my three, what am I grateful, the three things I'm grateful for. Yeah. I do all of the things. I think I'm very kind. I say thank you to everyone. You're a good bitch. I'm like, okay, universe, I'm doing all of the things. Why aren't you working? Why am I not rich yet? Yeah. So I've been really, uh, I just, so I think what I want to say is that 
sometimes you just have to lean into those emotions, even when you're like, okay, I've ticked all of the boxes, so why am I still unhappy? Leaning in. Leaning in. So I've had actually, I've learned to um, lean into that because now that I am feeling better, I'm like, oh, I love this feeling of feeling better. Whereas Mm. before I was probably like, oh, no, I just feel average. But what is average, you know? So... And you yes. don't appreciate those those good moments until you've gone through the shit ones, right? Completely, completely. So, listeners, no um, no morning after pill, no strip <laughs> poker this month because I am doing dry July. Mm, punish, <laughs> punish. So there is yes, the content has dried up, mm. and they're being very wholesome these days. Personally, I find it very, it's irresponsible, it's selfish. We're out here trying to run a fucking business. You're meant to be the fun one, throwing it back and busting it open. Now my fucking 30-year-old ass has to go out there and dip it and do it because you selfishly decide that you want to do dry fucking July. The funniest thing about this is that this is the only episode that we are admitting this on. And I think by the time our next ep drops, I'll be out of it. So for one episode, God forbid, I'll be boring. Um, so, yes. so yes, I'm off it. But hey, August 1st is a whole nother story. So I don't know, Jody. it's just so weird. I'm not too sure if there's any bottomless brunch venues that want to sponsor us for August 1st. No. Any alcohol brands that maybe want to email, um, you know, goodbepodcast at yeah. gmail.com if they feel so inclined. If there, was only, if there was only a way to directly contact us for sponsorship. Oh, my god! If gosh. only we had an email um, at goodbe, goodbepodcast <laughs> at gmail.com that they could contact us and give us free alcohol. But I mean, hey, haven't, haven't um, completely wrapped up the bad uh, – Bad decisions. The bad decisions. Yep. I every morning I do check the check the Instagram, check the Facebook, do the Gmail, mm-hmm. and I do the hinge. So hingey. I check to see what matches I've got from the night before. Yes. And I don't know what to call this apart from like a coyote ugly moment. Mm-hmm. I wake up and I am disgusted at myself for the men I have swiped right to. <laughs> The night before. And I'm not talking like, oh, it's not my type. I'm talking like Daryl from the bush <laughs> who drives a Hilux or Triton <laughs> and has four children and 20 sheep. Just so out of my. So it's just like the men are just, it's just not going to work. No, you're it's just, just you're not, not going to seeing... That was a really roundabout way of saying it's not going to work. Shout out to sheep. Shout out to children. Shout out to Because I don't want to offend our <laughs> rural listeners. I don't want to offend our farm, farmer listeners. My dad's a farmer. I've got no, love for you guys. I lived on a farm. I know, I know. It's more so the Daryls of the world I don't want today. And here I am swiping the night before on them. So what the fuck is this called? It's called... Being a fuck boy. No, <laughs> it's called being vulnerable at night, being a girl, and, you know, your body wants to make a connection. Your brain's trying to make a connection. They say when we're vulnerable in the evening. So what you should have done, which is our number one advice all, always, Jules, and what is that? Wank. That's what you should have done. <laughs> You I should. just fully guessed that. That was just the first thing that was sitting on the top of my head was masturbation always. If you had have masturbated, you would have fucking kicked Dazza to the curb. But you lowered the bar because you did not put yourself first, honey. No, every morning I just wake up and I'm like, what? who was that woman? Who was that girl? I am disgusted at these men that I'm swiping right to. Mm. I wish that when I was out 
and when I'm going to be out at the club and the bar and fucking where I am, warehouse party, I need there to be some sort of pop-up block. Mm. Um, like, you know those little when you're on Microsoft Word or whatever and that little clip comes up and it's like, do you want any help? Yes. I, wish, I want that in real life that says, Jules, do you really want to sleep with this person? Here's a 12-hour block. Come back to me in 12 hours if you do because I can tell you what, I would be a lot less of a funnier person. (laughs) I would have a lot less stories. (laughs) And we need those stories for the potty. Yes. So maybe don't do that shit. Maybe keep it rolling. Keep it moving. Give Dazza a chance. But Jules, Jules, Mm. but look, you've come to a realisation now and I can feel that you're dancing around it. Mm. Oh, yes, is this my my realisation I had this week? You've had a really deep realization here and we need to get into it so please let's do okay um I was saying to Jodes was asking me about t-boy from last two apps sober boy whatever we want to the one that I was the one that I cancelled because he stood Jill's up and I wasn't having it and he can lick my balls yes so Jodes was asking me through the week how is it going and I said I could not think of I don't want him to text me I feel sick in the stomach I don't want to go on another date all I want to do is like go on two to three dates in max and I kind of <laughs> never want to see them again so this is my ideal situation like what a fucking psycho, eh? this is my ideal situation I was saying it to Jodie and I, I didn't think that it was bad but apparently listeners I might be a fuck boy so let me tell you the situation my dream scenario is I obviously meet a cute guy. We go out to a lovely dinner, restaurant, drinks, whatever. We go back to my house, have amazing mind-blowing sex. (laughs) And then the next morning, preferably, he leaves before breakfast. But, I mean, I could be a saint and grab a croissant with him, max. But preferably, I want them to fuck off before breakfast. Preferably, he's he's taking the sanitarium up and go that Jules has laid out by the bed. Yeah, and he's done. So... And, and Jodes, you were saying that that fully it makes you very upset. Well, it was triggering for me because I'm like, your fantasy, your ideal scenario is what I feel like when I was younger, guys always wanted. Mm. And I always like wanted more, I guess, because mm. I was still learning about myself, still growing and stepping into my woman, as I would say. And I found it triggering because I'm like, well, fucking hell, Jules, what you've just described is the dream scenario for a man. They can go out, they can have fun, they can get their dick wet, but they know that you're not going to chase a commitment. They can go the next morning and be free as a bird. Like, that is a lot of guys' fucking fantasy, Jules. Mm, I know, and I understand that. That's why I'm a, I need to go to, um, like, a, is there an AA for fuckboys in Sydney? Like, I need to join. I feel like your DMs are going to be hot after this. Because, I mean, one can only hope. I mean, guys, you were letting a fucking unicorn <laughs> pass you by. Like, they just don't make him like this anymore. But, hey, on this podcast, we yes. are all for going inwards and asking ourselves why we do certain things. Um, and, obviously, after seeing Jodie's reaction of her being like, I'm shook, I don't know anyone who would ever think like that, you maniac. Yes. So I looked inwards and I was like, why, why am I like that? And I think when it comes down to it, I really, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with my life these days, listeners. Like I really, uh, with my full-time, I can't get into it too much, obviously. Yeah. I do need some sort of income. We but can't talk too my much My full-time yet. job, I just don't know what I'm doing. I, I, I don't know what I'm doing, sorry. 
I've just moved house still. Mm. Um, I was in Perth for two months this year. I, I just don't know. And that's why I think I'm stumbling over my words yeah. because I just so, and I know I keep saying this, I just don't know what I'm doing with my life. So yeah. I think it would be very selfish of me to drag someone through that and lay that on them. But I think that's also very emotionally mature of you, Jules, because as we were kind of t- talking about off air, I feel like a lot of women, and we've all, we've all been guilty of this, a lot of women do lean on another person or lean on a partner, lean on another man for that sense of security and that sense of, you know, like a cozy warm blanket when shit's going down in their life Mm. rather than being like, you know what, I'm going to stay in the trenches on my own and work through this on my fucking own because that takes balls, right? Mm. And I feel like you and I, we stand strong and, and feeling like that's what you should do through rough times because mm. it just builds character. It really does. When you go through shit on, on your own and come out the other side on your own, it really does make you a stronger woman. Mm, completely. And right? I think my walls have been up since the start of the year. Jodes and I, um, mm. I think it was around New Year's, we were like, what do you want from this year? And Jodes being, um, you know, just a few years older than me, yeah. well, you can say it for yourself, babe, of what you were looking for this year. Yeah, I made a decision this year that I did want to bring in a boyfriend, a partner. Um, I was kind of tired of fucking around. I'd gone through enough relationships and enough experiences with men that I had a really strong sense of what I wanted going forward. And I feel like I'd done a lot of work on my self-worth and sort of got my life in a a position where I I feel as though I can allow space for someone to come in. Mm. If that makes sense. Mm. Like I've got a lot to offer now and I'm not shy to say that I do. Mm. No, completely, completely. And I can already feel that you are like secretly manifesting. I can just feel the change. I'm excited for you, babe. Whereas I was like a bull immediately, like my walls. As soon as like we mentioned boyfriend, like I'm obviously a very open person. Yeah. (laughs) But when it comes to like maybe it's commitment. My walls just go up. I don't want to know about it. And yeah. I've already, I've always said from New Year's, I said, I do not want a boyfriend this year. I yeah. really want, I want to focus on potty. I can just see how amazing this could be for us, Jones. Yes. I want to focus on potty. I want to sort my actual life out. I just want to sort all of these other things out before I have to sort out another bloody relationship on top of that. So I've been very anti-anti relationship. I feel like you're kind of going through what I went through like the last couple of years. I was really just trying to get myself super solid mm. and happy yeah like job wise personally wise Mm. like yeah yeah I think it's when I can feel that the foundation in me isn't set I want to build a foundation first and then we can talk about making room for someone but at the moment I'm happy I'm still I think I keep selling myself short I'm still 26 like I'm still very and you're young. very hard on yourself too, Jules. Oh, we goodness. are we are traveling on certain times, everyone. I know, but you know, comparison is the thief of joy, and yeah. I think I've just been doing that a little bit too much lately. So, time to just sit in my own space, which I will do. Um, and yeah, any sponsorships for alcohol on August first? I'm your gal. <laughs> All right, guys, before we come back, make sure you subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts, How to Be a Good Bitch, and follow us on Instagram at Podcast. We'll be right back after the break. All right, guys, we are back with main topic. 
And today we wanted to, well, firstly, we wanted to shout out to our Melbourne GBs. Yo, yo. We feel for you, booze. You've just been um, placed back into stage three lockdown. Um, and, you know, me being a dirty dog or Jodes and I, shall I say, <laughs> the first thing that we thought of was, well, shit, what are the boot? How are you going to booty call? How, uh, you know, are you going to go on your little sexcapades? So we put out a hit on our IG, follow us if you don't act good be. All of our Melbourne listeners came back to us and said there's no need because if they get caught by the police, I don't know, the the, the, the royal guard, <laughs> whoever's roaming the streets, uh, they just say that they are going to their boyfriend's house. Like is that the rule? You're allowed to go to your yeah, significant other? Signi- yeah, which obviously I think is kind of like discriminatory towards single people. And it's discriminatory against people that just want that respectful, consistent dick. Completely. All right, we've gone off. We need to go back. (laughs) We can go on about that all day. (laughs) Let's reel it back. Let's reel it back. I was having a little giggle with one of the GBs um, on our gram because I Mm. said, how funny if you're standing at the front of his place, if he's a baby boy and he hears you say, I'm going to my boyfriend's house, you know, he's going to be like, oh, I'm busy. I don't know. He's just got to duck out of that situation so fast. But what a good way it is to really cut the cut the fat as i love to say or cut, cut the, the fat. cut the boys from the men separate yeah. the boys from the men because there is no better time in history i might say to have the what are we talk exactly what are we where is this going where is this going so jodes babe have you ever had the what are we conversation i've never had to instigate it mhm well actually I I have instigated the uh, I like you, do you like me back, like do you return the feelings conversation. It wasn't a what are we. we? It was more like is this going to go beyond the bedroom? Mm. Um, But he was just playing games with me evidently. But I have initiated that conversation. I played myself because I didn't take – again, he was being a player. I should have – woken up to the actions that I was receiving and, and known that he was full of shit and kept it moving. So did you guys have this conversation in pillow talk, like in bed? No, I think I called him because I was feeling frustrated and I called him yeah. and I wanted to suss out how he was feeling. And he said that he was feeling it too, yada, yada, but it just never really progressed into dating. So at that point I should have just kept it moving. And do you think that he gave you the answer that you wanted in that time so he could keep you between the sheets? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. I mean, this shit's fire, so I don't blame him. But um, at that point, that's when I needed to respect myself and be like, no, Jodes, you are emotionally invested. Let's keep it real. Mm. And let's let's just, no, let's shut it down. Because he was just playing games. He was literally like dropping L-bombs and just being a fuckwit at this point. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was a different conversation to, so what are we? How about you, Jules? Have you ever had the, so what are we conversation? I've just realized that I'm quite spineless. I don't know if that's the right word because Mm. I am never the one to ask, what are we? Mm. I am never. And I think it might be now, now that everything's coming together, I think it might be tied into what we were saying at the start, how Miss Independent over here, I don't want to give up anything in my life, but no, I've never actually been the one to say, so what are we? But the boys who have said it, I've had one say it after three months of fucking and then another one say it on the second date. The joke's on me because I dated him for a year. 
What a red flag. <laughs> oh, yuck, I hate Sorry, I've just spiked everyone's ears. Oh, what a red flag. So, but what is the right time to have that actual discussion, do you think? It's a funny one, isn't it? I think whenever whenever there are feelings involved, whether it's his side or your side, when you can tell there's emotions at play and it's gone past whatever it is, whether mm. it's an entanglement, lol, mm. a situationship, <laughs> a sexual thing, a flirtation, whatever it is, if there's feelings and emotions involved, at some point you need to address it. Mm. Are you on the same page? Do you see this going anywhere? Mm. Because once that switch flicks, mm. you can never come back. No. As soon as you you uh, acknowledge that you are feeling some type of way, it's all out the door. You absolutely have to have that conversation. And then, and then if we don't, we run the risk of actually – feelings getting hurt on either on either on either side Completely. could be the guy could be the girl it depends on the situation but it's not always the girl seriously i've hurt guys before yeah completely. by stringing them along i'm sorry but i have knowing that i just wanted the fun or wanted to fuck around i didn't want to commit like it goes both it goes both ways yeah well i know personally if my um fuck buddy friends with benefit mans mm-hmm. if he mans tomorrow came over and said, what are we? I know that I would actually be quite angry (laughs) because every time he comes round, I communicate very clearly with my mouth. I'm sorry, I mean with words. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) bitch. I do other things with mouth, but I communicate very strongly. Orally. That we are like, I'm always like, just went on a date. How was your night? I'm I'm dating very much like I'm dating other people. This is just what it is. So I'll be like, no, that's unfair. I have been clear with my communication. That's really unfair. But I do acknowledge that now that you've caught feelings, now we have to end it. Yes. Because this is not, not going to go on. But that's you being a real one. And I know that so many women have not experienced that same respect, Jules. Mm. How many times have we gotten mixed up with these baby boys mm. who just want to keep us there for their own selfish reasons, right? They want to have their cake and eat it too, mm. and they never want to enter the so what are we conversation. Yeah. Because bet- then it means they can no longer serve their own interests. They have mm. to start doing the work or they have to invest when they never really want to to and they're too fucking cowardly to just come out and say it because as we've established before if they did maybe they would enter in a situation that actually served both parties not every girl wants to pick a fence guys not mm. every girl wants to be in a relationship not a, not everyone wants to get married if you don't ask you don't know completely I know of a horror story one of my mm. very very dear friends she uh, was seeing a guy for oh, eight months yes they never she ran the risk of never asking what are we to him and he one day just stopped answering her calls, stopped replying and she kicks herself every day still to this day because she never asked it so she never felt like she had the ground to stand on on being like where the fuck are you? What the fuck happened to you, you know? Because yes. she was like, well, shit, he was never really my boyfriend. And I'm like, I know, he, but he was, but he wasn't. So then, okay, let me ask you mm. this. So then do you think the onus is on us as women to make sure that we are putting ourselves first in these situations and taking the initiative to ask, what are we? So we don't end up like your like friend in that situation mm. where we don't have a leg to stand on? No, well, I think it's whoever, once, like you said from the beginning, I think yeah. it's literally just whoever catches feels first, which 
as we know, is like 50-50. It could be girl, it could be boy. And okay. in the same sex relationships, can I just add, I reached out to one of my very best friends mm. for her advice um, about the lesbian community, to be specific, and mm. I said, because um, there's a running joke of, what do lesbians bring to a second date? It's a lease agreement because they just move so fast. It's almost like they know exactly what they want immediately. They don't fuck around. Yeah. And um, she wrote back to me. Can I – I actually might – oh, I can't get it right now. But she wrote back to me saying that because you're both females, you have a mutual understanding mm. of the respect towards each other or okay. something along those lines. I can't remember off the top of my head, sorry. Yes. But she was like, you, you just understand um, yeah. and you have a better feel for the person. So maybe it's just this opposite sex thing that we just can't get right. I found that really interesting. Mm. But I also think it's important to note that if you are entering some sort of situationship that is making you feel like you need to know where you stand, mm. I don't know if that's it, hun. I don't know if it's the one. Like – if you're in a situationship that is making you feel so uneasy that you feel the need to have a label, that to me is a bit of a pink flag. Exactly, because I think intuitively as a woman, you've already been receiving signs from this person Mm. that it isn't going in the direction that you want it to go, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like if you're feeling some type of way, you already know you've seen the pink flags, you've seen the red flags like we've talked about, and you just maybe don't want to... Be true to yourself Mm. because as well, if we're asking, so what are we? If you don't get the response that you want to hear, you need to be strong in that moment and you Mm. need to be strong in yourself and have your self-worth at such a level that you can fucking cut ties with this person and keep it pushing at any time. Completely. Right? Yeah. And I actually think it's so interesting with you saying um, how you, the only time you've asked what are we was to that, awful person your words not mine yes. was to that awful person who was playing you which is so funny because now that I'm thinking all of the guys who I have just always wished that they would ask me that question mm. is all the guys that were also fucking me around that's what like, I'm saying I don't have that urge for anyone else which actually might make sense about why the other guys who have said what are we to me because I was fucking them around Mm. <laughs> oh snap! I, like, I was, and that's probably why I never asked them because I was like, no, I know this guy's obsessed with me. He's definitely going to ask. I just didn't feel the need to bring it up. But also, again, I think any relationship that I've had that was real and meaningful, yes. things just flowed naturally. Yeah. I wasn't stressing over that conversation. I wasn't mm-hmm. stressing over what are we because we were both unified and where it was going we were both on the same page we were both connected we were both feeling feelings for one another and we were excited to see where it could go we just wanted to spend time with each other and generally when you're in that close connected mutual place you know what it is there's not there's no games being played yeah, right completely. so you know there, usually there doesn't even need to be mm. that conversation mm. it's interesting though I definitely find that it's different coast coast to coast and I don't know if mm. it's the same in where you're from in New Zealand, Jodes. But I know I was just back home recently in Perth and I did notice that everyone, all of these relationships, how they started was that they just kind of fucked their way into a relationship. <laughs> like they never asked what are we. So I think it will be – and I know that we do have our Perth listeners, we have our New Zealand listeners. Yeah. I mean we're worldwide, baby. But more so to the <laughs> point that when you're a tiny bit more rural – rural? How do you say Rural. What I have noticed is that when you're not city bound, because 
for a lot of these cities, you're not actually going on like date dates. Like I, I know when I went back to Perth, my guy mates were like, oh, so what have been up to? I was like, oh, just going on dates. And they're like, what do you mean? And I was like, wait, what do you mean? And they're like, oh, no, like our girlfriends, we just sort of hung out with their mates when they slept over a few times and then I asked them to be my girlfriend and I was like, really? Like, so I think that the lines are a bit more blurred. So I think for our young in GBs who are from those areas, I yeah. think it's very important for you, especially, you know, you hear about us like jumping, bar hopping and going to restaurants. Yeah. If you yourself aren't get, you're not getting that treatment and it isn't the norm, then I do think that you need to ask, so what are we in that situation? Yes, to make sure that they're very clear on what they're getting into. Yeah, completely. So what is going to be our GB tip of the week, Jones? Well, I think let's keep it simple. Make sure that you're on the same page. Completely. Right? Mm -hmm. You're heading towards the same goal. There's respect for how the other person is feeling. The other mm. person knows where you stand. You know where they stand. There's no blurred lines, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. At I least agree. into a point. I understand there's an introductory sort of phase mm. where you're feeling stuff out. But after a while, I think you've got to make sure that you're on the same page. Yeah, I agree. I actually think after speaking about this for great length, listeners, thank you for still being with us. <laughs> after speaking about this, I'm kind of like, I think it's a bit of a maturity thing. Yeah. I would not be having that, so what are we talk at my my big age of 26. But I think it's right. I think if you go with your gut, go with your instinct, if you feel the need to be asking that question, I would then reflect upon that situationship and think, okay, Jules, why do I feel so insecure? That's not the man's for me. If I'm, you know, you don't want to start a relationship already by feeling insecure and then making him choose you. Yes. And also be prepared to act on the response that you receive. Mm. Right. Um, And then I also think, Communication, like I've said, I would be – I can see it on both sides of the coin, yeah, because mm. I can see it, obviously, if we don't do it, our heart could be broken. But on the other side, like I said, if my fuck buddy asked me tomorrow, what are we, I'd be furious because I constantly talk about how I don't want a boyfriend. So I think it's just that open communication. But once feelings are there, you got to bounce. You need to have it. Well, I hope that's helped our GBs. Slide in our DMs and abuse us if it, has, <laughs> if it hasn't let us know we're shit. But look, in the meantime, we need to go to break. So make sure you have subscribed to our potty wherever you get Apple Podcasts. Hit us with those five stars. You know you want to. And then make sure you follow us at Good B Podcast on the gram. And we'll be right back. Okay, guys, we are back with everyone's favourite segment. Now, Jodes, for the first time ever today, we are going to wrap our question and confession together. Oh, snap. Because something landed in our inbox, probably the most controversial, God, question and confession we've ever had, which is fucked because we've had people fucking their PR boss before. (laughs) This one had us shook, like for real, real. So let me read it out to you. Read it out. Listener says, okay, so I have a fucked story for you girls and need your opinion. I had a threesome with my friend and her boyfriend last night. It wasn't planned. We were really fucked up and things got wild. She was sitting on my face and I was eating her out. As this was happening, she was demanding her boyfriend to fuck me, even though we were both like, 
Are you sure? We thought it may have been a test since their relationship started rocky. No one had pleased me by this point, so I was ready for some sort of action. So he started to fuck me. She then noticed and left the room. Brackets. At this point, I was so fucked up, I didn't know she was upset. Bracket. And we continued to fuck. Then he came inside of me, which pissed me off because he didn't ask. I then fell asleep thinking she had come back to bed to realize in the morning that I was naked next to her boyfriend and she was on the couch. I went out to comfort her about the situation, but she didn't want to talk. She said she was so mad at him and it was indeed a test. So I eventually left and she didn't say goodbye or anything. I feel sick about the whole situation and don't know what to do to help our friendship. And I feel like I've ruined their relationship. Help. We were shaking. Shaking? We were shaking when we got this. Jodes, I mean, probably more so. I was a bit more level-headed, but Jodes, the floor is yours, hun. Go off. I mean, where do we even fucking start? My instant reaction to this, Jules, weirdly, was anger. How mm. angry did I get? Yeah, you were very, very, very. I soft. was very, I was very angry at this GB's friend for placing her in that fucked up position with her dysfunctional relationship. Mm. Why are you putting your friend in a situation that you're calling a test mm. when it's Agreed. sexual? Mm. Like, why are we playing games in the bedroom when we're involving our friends? Mm. You all engaged in a threesome. You should know how group sex works. I don't know about you, Jules, but I've heard that when you're having group sex, you're all sort of fucking each other. Yeah. We're not testing. There's not rules. So why are you entering, entering into group sex scenarios with your friend and then having an issue with your friend after? I just It did not sit right with me. Mm. I thought it was super unfair to put a friend in that position and make her friend feel shamed. Mm. When, again, as you said in the story, she checked for consent. Mm-hmm. Both her and the boyfriend checked for consent with the friend. She encouraged them to have sex. I mean, it just pissed me off because this this person that wrote into us was very upset. Mm-hmm. I get very protective over the GBs and I was like, how dare your friend make you feel this way? And I don't want to come for her too hard either, Jules. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm sure she has her own take on things. But I just felt angry. Mm-hmm. Yes. Please share how you felt. <laughs> I was a bit more diplomatic about my approach, mm-hmm. as always. I had to look at every side of every coin mm-hmm. possible. So the first thing I did was I wanted to know exactly how how close her and this girl was before I cast judgment. Okay. If this was like childhood friend, nightclub friend, there are different layers. Yeah, what's the connection? What's the connection? Yeah. And this girl's written back saying they've been um, good friends for six months. So okay. I said, done, nails in the coffin, I've got my answer. <laughs> so... My answer was, I mean, I should actually say her question was how she can, how can she mend the relationship? And my honest answer was, you can't. Yeah. I don't think you can, babe. Um, you will always be that other girl now. Mm. Um, they, the fact that they don't care that you are caught in this crossfire between them, mm. they don't give a fuck, you're just another body to them. 
um, is disgusting. Yeah. Um, this is not your friend. She obviously doesn't have the emotional maturity to have a GB like yourself, yeah. a good bitch like yourself. Yeah. So I said, I, I think, um, you know, my heart breaks for you because not only are you hungover, probably coming down and feeling very touchy, you're also about to mourn a friendship. You know, she was very close to this girl for those six months. So I did feel sad for her because mm. I said, you got to take this L, babe. It will never be the same. And when they break up, which they will, we can all see it from they what it is. will. She will either come back to you and she will have matured the fuck up or she won't. And you know what? Both will be okay because one is either, you know, you've gained a friendship back and you've still got that history or two, you've learnt an amazing lesson, which I'm sure you've actually, you're going to learn a lesson both ways. And a lesson in situations like this, and I know for myself as well, they always teach you something so, something that you had to learn sooner or later. So my advice is that take the L, reach out to your friends and say, hey, I feel awful, you know, but there's not much more I can do. If you ever want to reconnect, I'm here, but I'm going to give you guys the space. But, yes, I would get out of that fire ASAP. Run. Yeah. Let them work through your relationship. Sorry. Let them work through their own relationship. Release that shame. Release that sense of you know, mm. it was more for, it was it was a sexual shame for me. It just didn't sit right for me. I was like, why are you sexually shaming your friend when you encouraged her to fuck your boyfriend? Mm. Then you didn't like what you saw and now you're making her feel like shit. Completely. That's what didn't sit right with me. But yeah. again, let them sift through their relationship, release that sense of guilt on yourself mm. and then take some time and space and figure out if this is actually a friendship that's worth fighting for because, look, for me personally, I wouldn't want it. Mm. Bye. Yeah, completely. So I guess we're almost treating this like a bloody a breakup now. So, babe, I would throw yourself into something else. Is there other friends that you've been meaning to catch up to but this girl's been taking priority? We all know what we get like when we are, you know, obsessed with our one friend at the time. Is there yeah. something that you can put your energy on? Uh, do you want to – you know, exercise a bit more. I'm just definitely keep your mind busy because I think the next few days might be very sad time for you, uh, serotonin wise. Yeah. Um, but no, please do not feel any shame. And I also wouldn't feel any guilt about that relationship possibly ending. Well, it is going to end and yeah. the friendship ending because both were not your, your problem and both were, it was in, inevitable. And I think there's also, it would be good to comment on what does this particular confession for us say about group sex scenarios? Because I've got close girlfriends of mine that love it. Yeah. I've got a close girlfriend of mine that has told me openly, I really in the past have enjoyed threesomes with my boyfriend. I've got off on watching other girls have sex with my boyfriend and it's worked out great for her. She she feels like there was always a really healthy boundary line Mm. they always knew where each other stood it was always a third party a female that obviously wasn't a threat to the relationship she Mm. was cool to have fun everyone was cool and she really enjoyed that Mm. but it sounds like she was also comfortable in the relationship Uh which is like the number one difference so you're saying Mm. that's the difference that is the difference well it sounds like it look it's on my bucket list I'm not going to act like I have had group sex me neither let's be straight up about that I haven't had group sex before so I can't comment on it yes but all of my friends who have yeah they've had an amazing time because the the rules the rules 
the boundaries were very mm. clear and yes. they all stuck within their boundaries. So I think the problem here was that they were trying to write the rule book during the middle of foreplay. You know, it's like, do we have sex? Do we not have sex? What's What What do we do now? It yeah. just sounds like, and obviously you guys were fucked up, which yeah. doesn't ever, ever help. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's something that we could all learn from, including the listeners, mm-hmm. that, you know, make sure you go into it with, boundaries and an understanding understanding, of what everyone's comfortable with before Mm. you're in that scenario because Mm. once you go into these things sometimes you just can't go back Mm. what would be your dream scenario in group sex what would be like would you want two guys a girl and a guy and would you want it with friends I think more so no I've when when I've spoken to this with friends I've always said if I did if I did engage in group sex Mm. I think it would have to be with another female I don't. Yeah. I don't really like the idea of being with two men. Mm. But then, but then another side of me is like, oh, it would be nice to have all the attention. I know. I want one sucking my tit and one sucking my clit, please. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but maybe it could be all about me. I know. Same. I'd like that part. But then I'm like, I think I. I was thinking, well, it would actually be really hot to like have me and my boyfriend and maybe like another chick that I found really attractive, but definitely wasn't a friend. I know for sure I couldn't have sex with a friend. Mm, Yeah. It would have to just be like a random chick and there was like a mutual, maybe physical attraction and we wanted to entertain it. Yeah. I like really, really want to have group sex like very badly. I just think I always... I'm obsessed with females. I'm obsessed with the female body. Yeah. I really want to do a good job. So I want to practice. <laughs> I'm very competitive as well. So I really, and I just, I have never like gone down on a girl or anything. So I really, really want to master that craft. <laughs> honey, honey, don't look at me. <laughs> I want okay? to master that craft. This is a business relationship. <laughs> I will not cross the line. I just want to be really good and I don't want to let the girl down. Um, the, the guy can fuck, he can be fine but yeah I think I would have a, a guy and a girl for me they would have to be two complete randoms I almost mm, think I would okay. probably pay okay. I almost think I would get two sex workers or two professionals 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 yeah because I don't want uh, I just wouldn't want it to linger I don't want to accidentally bump into them and yeah. it'd be weird I don't want to one day go over to my cousin's best friend's 21st and they're there, you know, hey, like Susie I just and wanted, Larry. Yeah, fuck, who put me on the spit. Like I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just want it very, very different, like very um, Very finite, very clean. Yes, yep. but definitely I think girl, and I, I even when I was reading it, I was like, oh, best friend was sitting on her face. I was like, that makes me hot. Like I'm like horny as we speak. <laughs> okay, I think we've just gone on to our own complete tangent. I've, let's get the fuck out of it's, here before I keep talking about girls sitting on my face. It's Jules and Joe's <laughs> sexual fantasies bonus content. <laughs> Guys, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, follow us on the gram at Good Podcast. We post lots of lots of hilarious shit. We do. Um, we are in your ears every second Tuesday morning and we love to see it. We love you guys so much. Thank you very much. Love you, good bitches. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs>